back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got my linemate Matt with me. And uh, before we get into it, be sure to check out the 30 on Broadway. We were guests on their podcast yesterday. It was a lot of fun. We talked some Blackhawks and New York Rangers and they're both two teams up and coming. And we had a great conversation with those guys over there. So be sure to go and check them out. 30 on Broadway uh, on on iTunes. And, and they're 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 great guys. Great podcast. So. Before, while I get into it today, we're going to go into the Caner's nagging injury, Evander Kane, ESPN schedule, Kessler, Ryan Kessler, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, and the jersey number debate that I know other other teams have it. You get a new guy and he wears a number that uh, an, an old favorite wore, number hasn't been retired, and some people have problems with it. So do us a favor, follow us on Twitter at Tomahawk Chicago at Mateo Ryback or at Mike 57, Mike pre 57. And we'll get back to you if you want to message us and give us a a follow on the podcast. If you have an opportunity. So here we go. There seems to be a, a trend going on this off season. There seems to be a lot of players coming in late into September and they have an injury that they've had going on you know, maybe a season or so, or maybe right before the season ended, haven't done anything. Season's getting ready to start and players are disclosing injuries that they've, that they've had. Now, I don't know if guys are, you know, just trying to take some time off during the season or what, but Malikin is not going to be starting the season. Sidney Crosby is not going to be starting the season with a nagging injury. And Kaner's the next one. He is looking to start camp. He's looking to, to fully participate and start the season. But Getting into his age, I think keeping him as healthy as possible should be the number one, you know, the number one thing that the Blackhawks should be worrying about. I mean, he's the, he's a franchise cornerstone, a big star. He's played a lot of games, a lot of minutes for, for this team, and he's got a few years left on his on his uh, on his contract. And he's talking about a nagging injury. Is this something that that can be remedied remedied through? you know, maybe through some training, you know, through some exercise, or is this something that needs a deeper look with, with surgery? Matt, how do you feel about players, you know, coming up, you know, out of nowhere and, and, and disclosing injuries that they've had for, in Kaner's case, uh, the playoffs of 2020? Uh, yeah, well, at least he didn't have to get any surgery like Crosby. I, I, I mean, I remember me and you talking about it when we got the Crosby news and we're like, what were you doing all summer? Why didn't you get this done and be ready for camp? But uh, Kane, it's concerning because, like you said, he's our he's the man here. Uh, but I mean, I I don't have any information on what it is. It's just a nagging. It could be anything. It could be like a groin injury or wrist. Did, did you get? Did you hear anything about it? There was nothing specific said on what kind of injury it was. Yeah, so I hope it's something minor, but if it it's it's been a year of it, obviously. He played a full season and he looked great, so it didn't look like it was really, you know, bringing him down that much. Um but it, but like when you said uh these players that are like even Eichel, the the poor guy wanted uh neck surgery and he still hasn't had it. So I mean, right. what happens when he gets traded? What what are they going to do? Is this guy going to get his neck surgery he wanted or is he just going to blow that off and play? Or is it just an excuse to get out of Buffalo? Yeah. You know, what if he, you know, he's like, you know what, I, I'll, I'll play without it. And then the injury gets worse. 
now you got a guy with 10 million that you're paying him and you need your neck. Yeah. And you definitely need your yeah. neck, especially in hockey. I mean, especially, you know, you got to be turning around looking where's, where's the puck coming. Uh, I think hockey players are more, you know, they need their agility uh, more than a lot of other uh, sports sports do. I, I just, I found it a little interesting though, them even releasing that about Kaner. I, I think I would have kept that quiet. Because, yeah, I would have I mean, too. They, they said he's, he's coming back on time. So why even bring it up? You know, I mean, I, I guess he did. I guess he did yeah, at the media did. tour. So I wonder why it, he it, did. It must be bugging him. So, yeah. I mean, a lot of players fight through injuries. And, you know, I know a lot of just normal average Joe's guys that just go to work and they're fighting injuries and they're sore and they it just it's their job. They got to do it. Right. So maybe that's his uh, mindset on that. Yeah, it could be. But, you know, we're going to monitor that situation very closely. <laughs> so moving on to Evander Kane. E. Now, Kane. E. Kane. E.K. <laughs> now, a, a lot of people don't really like the guy. I understand. You know, he has some off-ice issues. He's always had off-ice issues. He's got on-ice issues, too. He has on-ice issues as well. And... You know, a couple, what was it, a couple months now, it came out, his wife said some very scathing things about him on, yep. on, on social media. I thought they were still married, but I, I could be mistaken. Anyways, uh, she said some very scathing things on social media. A lot of people jumped, you know, jumped out on her side, calling him a piece of shit. And it's coming out now that, well, what she said was that he was betting on games. He was gambling on San Jose Sharks games. And that, uh, he, you know, he wasn't seeing his daughter. He was partying in Paris, you know, instead of, uh, you know, being home with the family type of a thing. And um, a lot of people didn't like it. While well, the NHL did an investigation and it turns out that they couldn't find any information or any trends in gambling on San Jose Sharks games that he played in that would have benefited somebody, you know, outwardly. Normally, if you say, if, if Evander Kane says, you know what, put 300 grand on me, I'm going to score a hat trick tonight. And he goes and he does that. There's going to be a big payout with somebody when, when you're doing <laughs> yeah. games like that. But apparently that uh, that wasn't the case. And then to put the cherry on top of it, they wanted to interview his ex-wife, wife, ex-wife, and she wasn't cooperating and, and didn't do it, uh, which is you know, yeah, makes, makes me a little, me. A little yeah. skeptical. And, and these are the problems when you start airing know these domestic issues and putting it out into the public you know obviously they should have communicated these things with you know with each other you know with their problems but a lot of people are wondering should Kane be kicked out of the NHL and I don't believe that he should and I'm going to tell you why he was playing for the San Jose Sharks last year and he actually had a very good a statistical season last year and you know he wasn't displaying really any of his previous you know, off ice behavior, uh, you know, things that would, that would warrant, you know, kicking him out. He has this instance with his ex-wife and, and now people want to have him kicked out. We don't know how true it is or not, especially since she won't cooperate with the investigation and the NHL is looking to exonerate him. Matt, what do you think, you know, we, we live in this cancel culture where people believe that they are the judge jury and executioner of people and want to just um you know they they want their own justice and if they don't get their own justice then you know it's wrong the wrong thing is happening and 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 a lot of people are having that do you think that us as people 
we need to respect these guys' privacy. And when these things kind of come out, that there should be some kind of a, I don't want to say a, a filter, but, you know, give these guys an opportunity to kind of keep this, you know, close to the vest. Yes, I think that any person outside of sports should be given a fair chance and not attacked by a mob, which Kane was. Yeah, he was. I mean, he's got a bad rap, but... And it was uh, believable. With, with, well, the, yeah, with, the, money tra- with the money problems that he has, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I could totally see him doing that, you know? But wh- I what actually if believe Kane. I, he, he, I think he is innocent, and here's why. Because hockey is not a game you can really, like, bet. Like, he, he can't really determine a game himself, Kane. Okay. If Kane was a goalie, okay, and he did this, absolutely kick him out of the league. Yeah. He, because he could determine a game. Like, oh, yeah, my stick went up a little bit and I let up a goal. Like, it's like a baseball pitcher. Right. This guy could be thrown. It's, he's a forward. And I, I, don't, I don't think he would do that. And yeah. I think he's, like you said, he's got bad, bad thing going on with his ex-wife. And she was mad. She should have kept it between, you know, it, it, sh- it shouldn't. Social media is a joke and people just need to get off it sometimes. I, I think in her case, that's she should do that because now she looks like an idiot because she's not cooperating. And she tried to bring, I mean, I hate Evander Kane. I can't stand him as a player. I I just, I think he's just a douche. I think he acts like a douche, <laughs> but he's a good player. And I mean, I know a lot of podcasts out hockey ones that are, you know, they, they said the same thing we do. They, they don't like Kane. They think he's, you know, he's a shit talker and he starts a lot of trouble and he's arrogant, but they they believe him. They're like, I mean, how are you going to bet against a, a hockey game that you're in? I mean, you, you can't, like, you can't do that. And you're like a family with these guys. And if you win against your family, you're done. And I think his team's behind him too. And I, I can't stand the Sharks, but it's just uh, pe- people need to stop with these going guilty like right away. Like let's let's hear all the facts, even with the the Blackhawks. It just We're didn't hearing even... all this stuff about it. like let's let's wait until it's done before we hang the guy. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I think that because probably because of his previous behavior, what she was accusing accusing him of was completely believable, or at least in the realm of you know something that maybe you would consider him doing. Like like I said, though hockey is one of the purest sports. Like it's it's it could be different every shift. You can't. I even if even if he did, which I don't think he did, bet on himself or to try to determine a game. It's 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 like impossible to do. You know, like I could see if it was a breakaway open net. Whoops, I missed it. Yeah. Like or like a field goal kicker. Like come on, you, hockey is so different from these other sports you bet on, and it's a very hard sport to bet on. Because, you know, a guy can have an off night, and that, that's the game as a, if you're a goalie. Right. So Yeah, re- really incredible, you know, to be, but for his, for his sake, I hope that, you know, that whatever is, is the truth comes out. And if he's supposed to, if he's to be exonerated, then fine, if he didn't do anything wrong, you know. But, yeah, I, I hate the guy, but I'm, I'm behind him, though. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't think a hockey player would do that. I and really it's not don't. that I don't believe, you know, the girl, you know, his ex-wife, you know, it's just that, 
Now, there all of the information has been put out, and she wasn't willing to cooperate. So you know, there's well, nothing, there's there, nothing there further that we can do. There you go. She she wasn't cooperating. She probably was really pissed off at him. Probably pissed and said, "Oh, well, whatever." I there's nothing I can do. And you just you look like an idiot. If she would have cooperated and stuck with her guns and kept going with it, maybe it's believable. But now you're hiding. So yeah, now it's now it's just a circus. That's all it is. Moving on, we've got the ESPN schedule was released today. Walt does the Walt Disney Company announced that uh, 103 exclusive NHL games across ESPN, ESPN Plus, Hulu, and ABC beginning on October 12th. Um, 75 exclusive regular season games on ESPN Plus and Hulu. ESPN and ABC is going to showcase a combined 28 exclusive regular season games. And 1,000 plus out-of-market games will be available on ESPN Plus throughout the season, which is pretty cool because you'll be able to get games that you you typically won't have an opportunity to see. On the first night, they're going to have a doubleheader. Uh, at 7.30 Eastern, we're going to have Pittsburgh and Tampa. And then at 10 p.m. Eastern, they're going to have Seattle and Vegas. And Ooh. they're all going to be on ESPN or ESPN Plus. So those are going to be two games. You know, the, the last two expansion teams playing each other uh, really get to see. Really cool. Really cool to see. And Pittsburgh and Tampa is going to be a, a good one, even though Crosby and Malikin aren't going to be in that one. So, Matt, are you planning on getting ESPN Plus? You know, man, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I've been, I know I, me and you text here and there. and. Is NHL Center Ice still like available? I believe because it is, and I'm curious. I had that, and I loved it, man. Yeah, I loved it. I'm curious how it will be, how it will be done, considering you know everything that that's happening with with ESPN. So, uh, I, I mean, I got it. I love hockey, obviously. Uh, if I have to get it, I will. But I I do remember when I lived at when I was at home still with my mom and my dad, they bought me center ice and I don't even think I left my room for like months. Cause I just was watching every single team on there and you know, one game ends, a new one begins out, uh, out West. And I was like, man, and I started, I, I remember when I first got center ice, I was following uh Kopitar's rookie year with the Kings. Cause you know, they start real late and I'd get home later and, I'm like man, this is this is awesome. I I can, I got uh, Miller calling the games. Uh, their their Hall of Fame broadcaster with Jim Fox, I think his name was. Or, but it it was awesome, man. And I, I'm really looking. Uh, me and my wife have been looking into getting that. Okay. Yeah, let me know what you do. I'm curious. But yeah, I'm curious what everybody's going to do if they're going to start subscri- subscribing to. There's going to be an uptick in subscribers to Hulu and and ESPN Plus. I would really like to see the NHL in like 4K. 60 frames a second that oh, would be awesome hd is awesome for hockey man yeah it's it is com- it really helps the game a lot yeah it does he's it- got those complainers i can't see the puck i mean what more yeah. can do for you that camera is literally on the guy with the puck you, you- need to open your freaking eyes remember watching on. that on uh, espn2 back in the day i can understand back in the day you couldn't see the puck yeah it was but- you know it's hard yeah it's but fast today- now and, and the, the camera the technology is way better Right. Even the the slow motion stuff, like the the passes you see, like you'll see a guy throw a nice saucy pass and they put it in slow motion. It goes right over the defender's stick, like perfect saucer. It's amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Good stuff. And then the saves, of course. 
the goal line saves like Mark Andre Fleury. He's going to have so many highlight reel saves this year. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping too. So uh, speaking of Mark Andre Fleury, Ooh, it, yeah. what do you think of those new pads that he's got? I I don't mind him. I, I think he looks good in a hawks a hawk sweater. They say uh, it's a tribute to uh, Tony O. Tony O. Yeah. So here's a funny story I forgot to tell you. So. I oh I told you Dave Hansen uh texted me when we got Flurry. He right. he said, Hey Matt, hope you're doing well. Good luck with Flurry. And uh Thumbs so up. I texted him. I actually texted him today. I scrolled down my phone all the way at the bottom, Dave Hansen. I looked up looked for the thumb emojis because that's all he gave me. Yeah. And I sent him a picture of Flurry and his uh pads today. I said, What do you think, Dave? Uh old time hockey, eh? And uh what do you think he did? He gave me a thumbs up. Yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> so that's so funny. So yeah, he's actually uh, actually talking to me. He wants to get back on with us, which would be exciting. Yeah, we're definitely gonna do that. Guy's the man. I just want to see where he's at. So one thing I want to talk about is players and the toll of the game that it takes on them. And Ryan Kessler is a good example of that. He mentioned today in in an interview recently that his that he's done. He's trying to play some hockey. He's skating three times a week, but he's just done. He can't, he's never going to play again in, in the NHL. He can't get his body back to where it needs to be. I believe he's 37 years old. So he's, he's yeah. definitely up there, but it, it's just, it's kind of sad that, you know, you don't get to see him go out, you know, kind of on his, on a shield in a way. In, in, he played a, hard, in, man. In, in a he farewell, in a farewell game. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, I remember him most cause I hated him. Uh, when he played for Team USA. And I was like, you know what? Thank God this guy is on our team. <laughs> Kaner, him and Kaner, right? They were it was, phenomenal oh, together. Kaner and uh, Kessler and somebody, I forget who else. I didn't know he was that they, he was that fast. Dude, he, he can hit too. Yeah, I think he was he put hitting Kaner too. over the boards one year, and I'm like, God damn, this guy's a freaking bulldozer. Yeah, yeah. So it's too bad that he's not going to be able to play. But he says that he's got the body of an 80-year-old man. I and, believe it. Uh, and it, it's really curious to see because I think the average length of a career in the NHL is three to four years. So when you're getting guys, because there's about 800 guys in the league. And when, you, when you're getting guys who are playing 15 years, you know, 16 years, you're really putting a, a toll on, on your body. And you wonder where the line is where you're like, you know what? I'm just done. I don't want to play anymore. They're, uh, they're considering Bergeron. Bergeron is saying that he's not going to decide whether he's doing a next contract until he sees, until after this season, he's going to see how he feels, you know, and, well, and where the body is. But it's, I, you know, we might be looking at a lot of retired retirements coming up in the, within the soon, next, yeah. next two, two to three years. Well, Kessler was a lot different than Bergeron. I think Bergeron will play yeah. just because he's not as like physical. Not as physical, and I, I, Kessler was just him and Taves. Man, what a what a great war those guys had together. They're they're pretty much the Taves are his whole career. They they were they were after each other. They yeah. They finally fought. What was it like the last year he was on yeah. the Ducks? Yeah. And Kessler was laughing. He's like, "Geez, I've been trying to do this like for the last ten years, and he finally <laughs> did it." And uh, he was man. I, I like you said. I hated him too, but. Man, I respect him because they, he, with the, uh, not the event, the, the Canucks just battles, man, with the Hawks. And he was 
I think he beat the Hawks one year. What was that, 2011? They barely, you know, Dave Boland came back and almost uh, gave us a miracle. Three three games to nothing, we came back, took him to a game seven. But that Ducks series still is one of my favorites, man. Yeah. I yeah. think that probably took five years off his career. That that just, series, just a battle. Like All those everybody. guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's when uh, I mentally think that's, too. Yeah, just back and forth, goals, 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 and oh my goodness! I think that's that, that's half the reason why Getzlaff lost his hair. Yeah, he's bald as hell now. That's yeah. right. Probably from that game, but surprised it's not just like gray, like just all. It's probably why he shaved it. Yeah, he's probably like white. Saw a ghost. <laughs> so to Ryan Kessler, congratulations, man! You had a, a phenomenal career. I hated you for half of your career, and uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I act, after he played on Team USA, I actually liked the guy until he was playing against the Hawks, and then I hated him. And then when those games were over, then I liked him again. So. I think we were just scared of him. Yeah, he had a, he's just so damn good. It's yeah. like shit, and you you got that respect there. But hell of a career. Yeah, I agree. So something that I've been wanting to talk about, and it's what I'm going to call the jersey number debate, and it's something that really drives me up the wall is when you have a, a fan favorite that has their own number, and another player comes in, they take it, and the organization the organization didn't say no. You can't wear this number. Uh, we're going to retire it. Or, you know, this number is just off limits. You just can't do it. That's a locker room thing, too, I think. Is it? I think there, there, there's a lot of teams that, even with the Cubs, I remember when Kerry Wood was gone, they kept his, his locker and his jersey untouchable. And I thought that was pretty classy as hell. Yeah. But it's kind of like a locker room thing. I, I wish that, you know, when Johnny Oduya came, that, you know, 27 should be I think, in my opinion, 27 should be up in the rafters. Ronick was just a, a of the franchise stud. And, he, you know, he I mean, he ran his mouth a little bit when, you know, he wasn't getting what he wanted. But give the guy 400 grand because he yeah. scored 50 goals back to back. And we he's our last 50 goal scorer we've had. Right. What's, what's that like? 1991, 92 or something, 93. We're talking about 30 years. Yeah. I mean, we've, we haven't even had a guy close. I think Kaner was maybe the closest at like 40, yeah, 45 or something. I believe. But yeah. I know where you're going with it with Seth Jones being yeah. number four. That's Nick Jarmelson's number to me too. I was, and I was going to bring up Bovequist because I was, I was furious that he wore 27. 20, yeah. I forgot about, you know, I, I'm glad he's gone, but Oduya wore it also. And he I did, was, I was, he, he also won two cups. And, yeah, the guy, and, and the guy was a warrior. You're right. you're right. It's hard to say, hey, man, that's Ronick's number. But, you know, he, he was a huge piece. Uh, and another guy that I was really upset with when he took m- my childhood favorite guy was uh, Tony Amante. And uh, Patrick Sharp took it. But, you yeah. know, he's got three Stanley Cups. And I think he's he's the number 10 of yeah, the Blackhawks. He's earned it. I. That's a hard pill for me to swallow, man. It, it was but, tough but, for me, man. But he's got a phenomenal career, and I think that it's unfortunate that that uh, t- that Tony Amani won't be able to put his that number in the ra- rafters great. with his name on it. He was a great Blackhawk. He was a yeah. cornerstone of the of the franchise. He scored more goals than Patrick Kane, and he played more games than Patrick Kane as well. So he was actually, a Iron Man. Actually, you can yeah. make a case even still that Tony Amani deserves the number 10 for the Blackhawks over Patrick Sharp, even though he's got three Stanley Cups. You know who I was pissed off about too, but when he started scoring some highlight reel goals and coming up big, Marty Havlat wearing 24. Uh, that one hurt me a little bit too. Mm, yeah. 
That is totally Proby's. two different players, but Proby yeah. was he was great. Yeah, I loved him. So, anyways, those are my that's my gripe. Does anybody else out there have a gripe about somebody coming into your favorite team and and taking one of your childhood favorite uh, players' numbers that number hasn't two. been retired yet? You know, uh, I think that number two, number seven are probably untouchable now. Well, uh, I don't think I was going to talk about Eric Weinrich, Mike. Oh. I thought I was really pissed when well, Duncan Keith took that. Yeah. <laughs> number seven. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll take Seabrook all day, baby. Yeah. And well, I mean, Chelly only played for the Hawks for what five years? You know what, man? He was still people a legend, though. Are, people our age are obsessed with Chelios. I, he's a great player, great yeah, defenseman, he was. Hall of Famer. But when he talked all that shit about Detroit, listen, I understand you cannot help where you get traded. You got traded to the the bad guys. But after all those years, he kept resigning and resigning and resigning. Oh, Chicago is my home. It's my team. Come on, dude. Freaking yeah. Detroit's your team. That's yeah. what I hate. I hate that, man. You know what, though, man? That just goes to show you the organization in, in Detroit. They made him feel wanted, and they made him feel welcome. And, and It was an all-star team. And, and they wanted to win. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the problem was, at the time, the Blackhawks weren't the destination that they are now for players. Yeah, I know. The, it, it sucked playing for the Hawks in the 90s. You can't even get a home game on TV. It was yeah. a joke. It was brutal. And, but he was a Chicago kid. He's from, I, what was he, from like Beverly or something, Mount Greenwood? But, yeah. you know, I just hate when I, he's on like NHL Network, he's talking about the Blackhawks and stuff. I'm like, come on, dude. I know you had some great games and stuff, but you're a Red Wing. He's a Blackhawks ambassador, man. I, I, I'm not a big fan of him as a I know person. You're not. As a player, he was, he was, a, he was a stud. He was, he was mean. He was fight mean. He scored goals. He De- defend. He played defense correctly. Yeah, he played he it did. the right, right way. But I just he cross check you. Just, oh yeah, he cross check. Did you see what he did to Kaner his rookie year? I no. remember Shelly was like all over him that first game. Oh really? He was all over him. He's like, hey, welcome to the league, bud, and just, just hacking hacking and hacking and I'm, I'm watching the game I was there when Kaner scored that shootout goal against Hashik his first game the I think it was the home opener or whatever but 08 okay I think it was 08 and I just remember just bashing Chelios the whole game in 321 section whatever and I'm like I hate this freaking guy I need to freaking <laughs> retire man I'm so tired of you you freaking gray bush out there and he played another 10 years after that yeah, too. He, played, he kept playing and then he went, I think he won to another cup right yeah, was he did. I think he won two I, yeah, yeah, he won I think he won one year. more one more oh nine or oh eight or whatever yeah, yeah. jeez He's got like what four or five cups? Yeah, couple with Canadians. And- There's a good picture of him with uh, on the beach in 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 Michigan with the cup and with Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> yeah, on the beach like red, yeah. tan as hell. Yeah. yeah, that guy's like a freak. Yeah, he's redder than a freaking Blackhawks one. <laughs> Crazy. So you got anything else, man? No, I just a little caught a little off guard with Kaner's nagging injury and. You know, I hope I hope it's not serious. I hope we. I wish you would have kept it quiet and just you know not that's made it. everyone panic. <laughs> you know, now he's gonna get hacked and yeah. And now they're gonna be oh, and... what's hurting Kaner here? Oh no, here, 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 and they're just gonna keep beating yeah. the crap out of him. But. Yeah. Well, hey everybody, thank you for listening. We're very, very appreciative. Uh, give do us a favor, give us a a review in uh, iTunes. 
It really helps out the channel. We're very appreciative. Hit subscribe and we'll catch you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk. We're out of here.